Welcome to the Money Love Podcast. I'm your host and money coach, Paige Pritchard. If you're ready to uplevel your results in relationship with money, you're in the right place. Each week, I give you the tools to transform your mindset, manage your emotions, and achieve results with your money you never dreamed were possible. Hi, love. Welcome to episode 47 of the Money Love Podcast. We are going to be talking about the power of questions today. And my disclaimer here is please do not sleep on this episode and this concept. This is one of my most favorite tools that I was introduced to during my life coaching certification. And I'm so excited to get to teach it to you today. And so we're just going to get started and dive right in. The power of questions is one of those concepts that I love so much because you really can apply it to any area of your life, whether it is your relationships, your spirituality, your career, your health and wellness, and of course, your finances. You can really apply it to anything. Now, we do do these episodes from time to time where, yes, of course, we're going to be talking about how this concept and tool can be applied to your finances. But I do want to say that this episode is going to be a little bit more general in nature rather than very money specific. But again, do not sleep on this episode. It is a tool that even recently had a very profound impact on my life, which I'm going to be sharing with you of what that was. But I just wanted to give you the heads up that this is definitely going to be a more general episode since I'm teaching you a tool that can be applied to your finances, but also elsewhere in your life. So let's jump in. Robert Kiyosaki, he is the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Many of you might have read that book. It's probably one of the most popular personal finance books in the industry. But he has a very famous quote in saying where he says that a question opens the mind and a statement closes the mind. So question opens the mind, a statement closes the mind. Questions are so powerful because questions open us up to possibility, to exploration, to curiosity, and they challenge us to think and to ponder and really to explore new ways of doing things. Anything that has ever been created or anything that has ever been achieved started as a question in someone's mind, right? Like, isn't that wild to think about? I'm just looking around as I'm recording this, this microphone that I'm speaking into right now. This microphone came into existence through a question that someone set out to answer in the past. Anything that you're in, the car that you're driving right now, the phone that you're listening to this on, at one point didn't exist. And the creation of it started out as a question in someone's mind that they set out to answer. Our everyday lives are just filled with questions. We are constantly asking ourselves questions. But the truth is that the questions that you ask yourself are either going to help you or they're going to hurt you. And that is what I want to explore with you today. So let's start by talking about why are questions such powerful tools? Well, to understand why questions are such powerful tools, there are a couple of helpful things to realize first about your brain. The first is that your brain is like a computer. If you ask your brain a question, it is going to set out to answer that question for you. So let's look at an example of this that has absolutely nothing to do with money. An example of a question that you might ask yourself is, why can't I lose weight? Why can't I lose weight? 
And after asking yourself that question, your brain is going to set out to answer it. And it's going to find all of the evidence for why you can't. When you skip a workout, it's going to tell you because you're lazy. When you eat the piece of cake that you said you wouldn't eat, it's going to tell you because you don't have the willpower to. It's going to look to your past and it's going to be like, well, because you've never been able to before. And on and on and on, constantly giving you answers to that question. And when you think about that question and the way that it's worded and really the subtext beneath it, it's honestly a terrible question to be asking. But we'll come back to that later on in the episode about the quality of your questions. But for now, let's just keep going. The second thing to know about your brain is that your brain wants to be right about things. And it is constantly working to make sure that what you are thinking is happening. This is why the model, the CTFAR that I talk about in pretty much every episode, why the model is so powerful and why I always tell my clients and tell you guys that your thoughts are always going to end up in your results line. If you believe money is hard, shocker, money is going to be hard. If you think I can't stop spending money, guess what? You won't be able to stop spending money. If you think that you can't lose weight, you won't lose weight. There is that quote that we've all heard by Henry Ford. It's very popular, kind of overused, but it says, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. And we hear that quote and we all go, yeah, 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 okay, got it. But that quote really goes farther and deeper than just being a catchy quote, you guys. That statement hasn't become so popular because it's catchy. It's become so popular because it's true. It's true because it's how your brain and my brain are actually designed to work. Your brain will work as hard as it can to make your thoughts and beliefs come true every time. And a side note here, your brain doesn't care if your thoughts are painful and they're negative and they cause you discomfort and they create negative consequences in your life. It doesn't care about that. It only cares about being right, period. One of my favorite coaches to learn from, Jody Moore, she always says that your brain actually cares more about being right than it does about you hitting your goals. Your brain wants to be proven true. And so it is going to make sure that what you are thinking is happening. And how your brain does this is by always searching for evidence to prove to you that your beliefs and your thoughts are true. This is something that is called confirmation bias, which You might have heard of this term before, but confirmation bias is your brain's tendency to interpret new evidence as confirmation of your existing beliefs or theories. So remember that your brain is a computer, constantly scanning for evidence, picking up little breadcrumbs along the way that it's going to be using to prove your beliefs true because, again, it wants to be right. Being right and having that certainty is the most beneficial thing for survival, which is your brain's primary job. So when we understand this, you start to see the role that questions play in our lives. When you understand that your brain is going to answer any question that you ask it, you start to realize, oh, wow, the questions that I ask myself and that my brain is going to set out an answer for me matter. And that's why we always say in coaching that questions are the tools that we can use to change our lives, but either for the best or for the worst. Which that brings me to my next point, which is paying attention to the quality of the questions that you ask yourself. The quality of the questions that you are asking yourself is just as important 
as the question itself because the quality of your question is going to determine the quality of the answer. I'm going to say that one more time. This is key. The quality of the question will determine the quality of the answer that your brain gives you. When we ask high-quality, empowering questions, our brain is going to provide us with creative and inspiring answers. And this is why I say that questions are the tools that can change your life for the better or for the worse, because quality questions are going to move you closer to your goals and closer to your highest self. Crappy questions do the exact opposite of that. They keep you stuck because they strengthen the negative belief that they lay upon, which then that only has you repeating the actions that created the result that you're trying to change in the first place and that you're asking the question about in the first place, right? So let's go back to that question at the beginning of the episode. Why can't I lose weight? I said that this was a terrible question, and it is. Because it is laced in self-loathing. And there is also a subtext to that question that is very negative, that losing weight isn't going to happen for you. Just listen to it again. Why can't I lose weight? It feels terrible as you say it because you have incorporated a negative belief into the question and your brain is going to be sent the task to prove that negative belief true. In the beginning, that's why I said it's going to look at all of the evidence, the skipped workout, the piece of cake, and tell you because you're lazy, because you don't have willpower, because you've never been able to do it before. So when I say that terrible questions are terrible because they keep you stuck, this is why. You asking, why can't I lose weight, strengthens the belief that you never will be able to, and therefore, you won't. And this can be anything. This can be, why can't I make more money? Why can't I find a decent guy to date? Why can't I stick to my calendar? Your brain will answer these questions, and more than likely, it's going to give you answers of why you can't. (laughs) And those answers aren't going to be very pretty, and they're not going to feel very good. So instead, then it becomes, how can we actually explore the things that we want to get clarity and direction on by asking much higher quality questions? A question that instead of being rooted in negativity, is instead a question that incorporates hope and belief and excitement, and it makes you feel empowered versus making you feel disempowered. And ultimately, it's a question that moves you closer to your goal, not farther away from your goal. So I told you at the beginning, I have a very tangible example of this in my own life. has nothing to do with money, but I want to share it with you because it's a very real example that I experienced recently of the power of questions. So I have been working a lot recently this year on my thoughts and my relationship with alcohol. I'm not there yet, but I have actually been exploring the idea of giving up alcohol altogether and just being someone who no longer drinks alcohol. And recently, I was in my weekly coaching session. I get coached every single week on a variety of topics. And this was actually last week. I decided that I wanted to get coached on this decision to give up alcohol. And in the session, I realized that my brain has made a very clear association between alcohol and being able to have fun in social situations. I've had to do a lot of work on my self-concept here, but the biggest resistance that I have to giving up alcohol altogether is that I believe that I won't be able to have fun in social situations where everyone is drinking and I'm not drinking. And so my coach asked me, he said, 
So when you think about being in a social situation and not drinking, what is the question that you keep asking yourself? And I thought about it for a little bit. And the first question that popped into my mind that I realized is very prevalent and prevalent when I'm thinking about being in a social situation where I'm not drinking and everyone else is, the question that keeps coming up is, okay, how can I just get through this? So I said that and my co- he just kind of stared at me and he was like, that is honestly the most depressing question ever. Like, no wonder you are having so much resistance to giving up drinking because you are making it seem like getting through any social situation without alcohol is going to be like nails on a chalkboard. You're literally just out there trying to survive, to make it out alive, right? Which is so awful. That feels terrible. And really, it feels terrible because my brain is asking me a terrible question and it's giving me a terrible answer. He gave me something so powerful in that session, I don't think I will ever forget. He said, let's just simply ask your brain to answer a different question for you. He said, why can't the question be, how can I have more fun sober than if I was drinking? How can I have more fun sober than if I was drinking? And then I just spent a moment staring at him because, first of all, I had never even thought about that question. But secondly, that question just feels so much better. It really injects the fun back into the situation, whereas the question that I was asking before really implied that there was no fun to be had. And when I asked my brain that question, that second question, my brain came up with so many exciting answers. Before, I was just like, okay, I've just got to go there. I've just got to grin and bear it. Everyone's going to be having more fun than me. It's going to be so boring, blah, blah, blah. I just got to make it out alive. But after asking a higher quality question, I started getting higher quality answers like, well, I'll get to have more present and meaningful conversations with people because they won't be blurred by alcohol. I won't be worried all night and wondering with how I'm going to get home safe at the end of the night. I also won't be worried and mentally preoccupied with thinking about how awful I'm probably going to feel the next day. And really, I know that the experience will be so much richer and deeper because it won't be dulled and numbed and blurred out by the alcohol. Now, this is just for me personally, my personal experience with alcohol, but those are the answers that I came up with after asking a much more powerful question. One question makes it seem like I just have to make it through, and the other presents a reality to me that is the exact opposite of that. So again, I tell you, if you want great answers, you have to ask great questions. This is the power of questions, you guys. The quality of your question will determine the quality of the answer, and the quality of the answer will determine the quality of the actions and the directions that you take. Whatever your question is, decide if it's an empowering question. And if it's not an empowering question, if you don't feel good asking it, you need to change it. So here is my challenge to you from this episode. Here is your homework here. What are the questions that you are repeatedly asking yourself? Figure out what those are and then ask, are these empowering questions or are they disempowering questions? Do they feel good when I ask them? What type of answers is my brain giving me in response to these questions? Do the answers that I receive fill me up with hope and excitement 
Or do the answers just keep me repeating the same thing over and over and getting the same result that I don't like and that ultimately I'm trying to change? Maybe you're not even aware, consciously aware of the questions that you're asking yourself because they are happening so automatically and so subconsciously. But I urge you to just start paying attention. Slow down. I always say awareness is the first step here. Eckhart Tolle always says, be the watcher of your mind. Pay attention to what is going on in that noggin of yours. Turn the lights on. Get some awareness over it. So I want to tell you a list of questions that I hear a lot in my community, with my course students, with my coaching clients, and also just from those of you on social media and my DMs. These are questions that I'm consistently seeing from you guys. So here's a list. What's wrong with me? How am I going to get through this? Why did they do that to me? What did I do to deserve this? What will they think of me? When is it going to get better? Why is it taking so long? Why is this happening to me? Why do I keep doing this to myself? Why am I so fat? Why am I so dumb? Why am I so broke? Why can't I get it together? Why can't I make more money? Why can't I get a good job? Why is investing so confusing? Why can't I stick to my budget? Why can't I stop spending money? The list goes on and on. These are just a few of the very common ones that I see a lot. But notice how awful (laughs) these questions are. They are all rooted in negative and limiting beliefs about yourself. They feel awful, terrible when you ask them. And I'm sure that when you do ask them of yourself and your brain is going to do what it does and it's going to go out and it's going to answer the questions for you, I'm sure that your brain is offering you very unhelpful answers to these questions. These questions are dead-end questions. They do not serve us because they take you nowhere. They're just going to keep giving you answers that keep repeating what you've always done. Going back to the why can't I lose weight example, you skip a gym workout, your brain's going to be like, oh, here's a piece of evidence to show you how lazy you are. Being lazy becomes more of your self-concept, which means that you will continue probably in the future to keep skipping your workouts. Every time you eat something that you said you weren't going to eat, your brain's going to look at that piece of evidence and be like, oh, you're out of control. You have no willpower. Again, That becomes more rooted in your self-identity and your self-concept, and you will continue to do that. Skipping workouts and eating stuff that you're not supposed to do will not help you lose weight if that is something that you are trying to do and a problem in your life that you are trying to solve. This is why working on asking yourself better questions is really, really powerful. Again, why? Because your brain will always go to work for you. It's what it's there for. And instead of just letting your brain run on default, which is the equivalent of a toddler running around your house with a knife unsupervised. Instead, you get to be in control and deliberately decide what you want your brain to be working on. What question do you want it to be answering for you? What problem do you want it to be out there working to solve? Because it's going to work on anything that you give it to work on. Give it a question and send it to work for you. And if you think about something that you really want to create more of in your life, more love, more energy, more connection, more money, think of a great question to ask and then put your brain to work thinking about it and solving the problem by giving you creative and exciting answers that you've never thought of before. So here are some amazing questions 
that I jotted down that I'm going to offer to you that I think are fantastic questions that I love. How can I make money in a way that is easy and fun? How can I be an example of what is financially possible to others? What can I do to laugh a lot today? How will I make today better than yesterday? How can I make my future more exciting than my past? How can I make myself a priority so that I have more to give to others? What do I love about myself? What am I grateful for? How can I honor my body today? How can I make choices that benefit me and everyone else around me at the same time? How can I live my best life? How can I feel my feelings in the moment instead of spending money to buffer them away? How can I stick to my spending plan in a way that feels unrestrictive? What is perfect about this situation? If I did know what to do, what would be the first step I would take? How can we make this more fun? Or how can we make this more interesting? What do I have to give? What can I learn from this? What is the solution to the problem? What is the good news here? Again, just some examples. But those are so much better, right? Ask yourself questions like this. And then observe the type of answers that your brain gives to you. Because I think what you'll find is that they will be so much more creative and innovative than the answers that you're probably used to getting from questions that are rooted in negativity and limiting beliefs in yourself. These answers are going to propel you forward into your future instead of keeping you stuck and simply repeating more of your past. And this is the power of questions. Start asking yourself better questions and watch how much better things become. It's one of my favorite tools. It has been so helpful to me in so many areas of my life, whether it's with my relationship with alcohol, whether it's with my business, my finances, my relationships. And I'm so happy that I got to share it with you today. So I appreciate you being here, taking time out of your day to learn this new tool and concept. But please, I want to urge you, make sure that you are applying what you learned here. It is so fantastic that each one of you is here and that you take time every week to come listen to the podcast. But remember that it's not what you know. It's what you do with what you know. So if this concept really resonated with you, I challenge you to take 10 or 20 minutes this week and really sit down and think about the questions that your brain is consistently offering you and then go through what we talked about. Ask yourself, are these questions empowering? How do they make me feel? Do I like the answers that my brain is offering me to answer these questions? If not, come up with new questions to ask. Make a list of them and then ask them of yourself every day. Put your brain to work in a way that is more powerful and meaningful. That's actually going to get you to where you want to be instead of keeping you stuck. Okay. I love you all. And I will ask if this episode resonated with you, please don't be shy about sharing it on social. Tag me. My handle on Instagram is Paige L. Pritchard. I absolutely love to see when you guys are listening to the podcast and really seeing which episodes resonate with you so that I can make sure to create more content like that. Also, if you have a quick two minutes, hop over on iTunes, leave a review for the show. It really just helps the show keep going strong. And again, I love and appreciate you all so much. I will see you next Tuesday. Have an amazing week, everybody. Bye. Hey, girl. 
If you enjoyed this episode, I want to invite you to join me in Overcoming Overspending. It's my signature program where I take you through my three-phase approach to stop impulse shopping and overspending so that you can finally start making substantial progress with your finances. Through the self-paced online program, student community group, and live weekly coaching with me, you will receive all the encouragement you need to finally achieve lasting change with your money habits that have been sabotaging you for so long. You'll have money back in your pocket. You will leave behind the stress and the worry that you currently experience with money, and your spending will be controlled purposeful and actually feel good and be fun. The best part is it's 100% risk-free. You have a lifetime to implement my proven process. And after doing that, if you don't make your investment back, I will give you a full refund. Your results are guaranteed or the program is on me. Just head over to overcomingoverspending.com to get started. I can't wait to have you as a student within the program.